Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Dan Zang, really here until 10 o'clock on the Voice of Pittsburgh News Radio 1020 KDKA. Congratulations to our 2020 high school seniors. We want to salute you and to pay tribute to the high school class of 20. Well, what we're doing is we're creating a virtual album of high school seniors from around the area. You can submit your senior selfie online. You could view the album, kdkaradio.com slash seniors. Our salute to high school seniors brought to you by uh, the Pittsburgh Institute of Aeronautics and Always Best Pet Care along with St. Vincent de Paul, Omega Federal Credit Union, Armstrong Comfort Solutions, J.P. Roofing, and Carlo University. Um, George Arm, uh, George Floyd is dead at 46 years old because a cop with him handcuffed on his stomach threw a knee down on his neck for nearly 10 minutes he told him he couldn't breathe three other colleagues uh watched people filmed floyd is dead um this is well this is a new depth folks and here to talk about it and what i want to talk about essentially is how we change this, how we move forward, what are solutions rather than rail on uh, how this needs to stop. But I want to figure out how to stop this. Ideas, suggestions, solutions, real change. And I'm happy to be joined on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh uh, Newsline by Andy Harvey. He's a law enforcement expert. He is the author of Excellence in Policing, Simple Ways to Exceed Citizen Expectations and Every Police Citizen Encounter. Andy, welcome to KDKA Radio in Pittsburgh. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. So uh, this is probably a tough day for you um, being involved in law enforcement. I know a lot of uh, my law enforcement friends. I've had folks, uh, and I'm going to leave them nameless here because... Uh, they went off uh, on Facebook, and they just absolutely, uh, from a law enforcement perspective, they uh, are outraged because the one percenters here, uh, what they do is they make a bad name uh, for law enforcement officials, and it makes their jobs all the tougher because of this one bad apple. But one bad apple uh, seemingly creeps up year after year, month after month, Andy, and we have to acknowledge a problem, right? Uh, there is an issue here. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And and uh, outrage would be a proper description for how most of us feel, even in, in the law enforcement world. We are outraged. And, uh, and I'll tell you, we have worked so hard, and we continue to work in every single police department. I can tell you, going and talking to police chiefs all, all around the country, 
we work tirelessly to to build confidence and build trust and make sure that people know that we are part of them and and all those things that that we're trying to do and and we do it every single day and day out and when something like this happens then it sets us back a little bit so it affects everyone so i guess the question is because i i've largely challenged my callers here tonight is to bring solutions not just get into this Paint by numbers, talk radio, social media, a posting, uh, vicious cycle where we just run in place and we wash, we rinse, we repeat. Incident happens, we rail, this needs to stop, but not enough how to stop this. So I've been charging and challenging my callers for solutions. So I'll ask of you the same thing. How do we move on and how do we prevent what is a solution, Andy? Right. Yeah. So that's the million dollar question. But but I'll tell you, here's where I think we are at. And here's what I'm seeing. And uh, you, you mentioned it by your uh, friends in law enforcement. Uh, I, I think for the first time, really, I've seen more and I'm encouraged by this is more law enforcement leaders and those in positions of authority speaking out against and condemning these actions. I think that's one. And I know it's just talk. But I think that's a great first step. It, and really, we've been doing it. But this time, I've just noticed uh, a lot more of that because we are frustrated as well. We don't like that. As a matter of fact, we hate that. That's not who we are. It's not who, who we want to be. But I think uh, a, good, a good step is having law enforcement step out and say, enough is enough. We're not going to tolerate that as well. And, and we haven't historically. We've been hesitant to do that. Uh, because we have to stay neutral, and, and, and everybody understands that. However, there are times where we need to speak up, and, and this is one of those times. And then we need to act. I think we need to continue doing what we're doing and, and being on message and doing exactly what we've been doing and focusing on every single citizen encounter and those things that we're doing. We have to keep that up. And um, it, it's a fight. It's not going to be easy, but but um nobody really has the answer but i think we keep doing what we're doing but we speak out and then we act when it's something like that we condemn it and we get better and we and we move and we move forward andy harvey is a law enforcement expert he's the author of excellence in policing some simple ways to exceed citizen expectations in every police citizen encounter a caller charged me and he said that before we can move on and figure out solutions for the future we have to understand the past and understand how we got here it's probably speculative on your part, Andy, to go inside the officer's mind here in, in Minneapolis. I really don't want to give him a name, but why do you think this happened? Why do you think these issues have happened in the past with police officers being overtly aggressive to primarily African-American men? What's the why behind this? You know, um, it's really hard, right? And And we try to do we do everything we can to try to hire the right people the right people with the right mindset and heart and uh, but you know we don't know at the end of the day and we don't know what's in somebody's heart and and i'm not judging but what's in this officer's heart because i don't know him all we know and what is what we see uh and and, and that was horrifying itself but but i think in policing i know this we have to acknowledge the hurts of the african-american uh, community. 
we have to acknowledge that first and not pretend because we weren't there that it didn't exist and that it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on today. This is history. This is years and years and years in the making. And, and we have to acknowledge that and understand that there is some hurt. It comes out as anger. That's how we see it. We see it now in New York and Minneapolis and L.A. Look what's going on over there with the protests. And, and it's anger. I'm not saying it's right, but uh, beneath that, there's a hurt. So we have to acknowledge that. And here's, here's the, the hard part for us, Dan, also, is that the police historically have been caught in the middle of somebody else's war. And I call it war because they named it war. They named it the war on drugs and the war on crime. And now it's, you can call it the war on whatever, right, immigration and other things. And here we are in the middle. We're like, listen, that's not who we are that we want to – police are not for that. you know. And so there's a conflict there, but we're caught in the middle, and we're the bad guys, and, and, uh, and sometimes rightfully so. But I'll tell you, it's a hard thing for us because uh, we are the faith. Of, of other people's um, plans, right? And yep. it's not fair most of the time, but 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 we're going to do what we're supposed to do, and we're going to get the blood of it. Andy, if you were emperor of the world, right, if you had your way uh, to enact anything that you could in a, a police precinct or a, a squad, what would you do? What would be your first order of business to try to get on the other side of this that may not be occurring in precincts all around the country you know again i i really really believe this Dan, is that we have to focus on every and and, and i write about this and the only reason because i really really believe in this officers have to focus on every single encounter and we have to ask ourselves uh, how are we policing? Are we still policing in a way that's adding value to community? In other words, are we making decisions out in the field that are not just in the police best interest, but also in the interest of community? In other words, if we take action, we, are, we have to ask ourselves, is this going to add value to community, or are we just taking action because, for lack of a better word, I'm bored, Right. And, and and most of the time we do. What we do adds value. But there are times when we do things that are that directly conflict with what who we are and who we're trying to be as one, right? One community. And and I think we continue with that mindset uh that, that we have to add value. And and if you're making a decision that's not doing that then that's not going to be the right decision. And we have to understand, you know, what the, uh, how every, how well people perceive us. And so there's a lot of things that I think we need to continue and we're doing, we're doing a pretty good job of it, but we're not there yet. But I think we continue on that with, with that message. Andy Harvey is my guest, a command level law enforcement officer, over 21 years of experience, author of excellence in policing here on KDKA radio. What do you make of three other officers standing around or a partner just sort of being idle here as something as what we witnessed uh, goes on here, Andy? What is what is the psychology, if you will, behind that? Well, 
So culturally speaking in policing, it, it's a hard thing. Now, I'm not making excuses because they were wrong. They should have acted now. But let me, let me just provide some perspective for you. Uh, it, it, we're talking, that from what I understand, the officer that was, uh, that was on uh, Mr. Floyd, I think he was a, he's a 19-year officer, uh, from what I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's a veteran. He's a veteran teammate, if you will. For sure, veteran. Yep. Okay, and we, mm-hmm. you know, those they hold some water. Okay, when it yep. comes to the internal, um, you know, um, influences of you don't want to show them up, right? Well, I mean, that's part of it. I'm not saying it's right, but that's part of it. So we have a two-year officer there standing next to him. Probably knows and looks over like, uh, and you can see he was like, uh, I'm not sh-. So it, does he want to intervene? What's going to happen? He should have, but did he have the courage to do it? And he, here's the question I have, and no one's been able to answer this, and I don't know if anybody knows or, or if they put this out. Was there a supervisor on the scene? Uh, because I'll tell you, Dan, if there, and studies have shown, when there is a supervisor on the scene, these kinds of things decrease. The, the opportunities for things like this to happen decrease immensely. So was there one on scene, and should there ha- have been one? And I say absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I think that's a question we need uh, answered, and I think we need to make sure that uh, supervisors are doing their job and being out and knowing what their people are doing, what their officers are doing. Andy Harvey, law enforcement expert, the uh, author of Excellence in Policing. A couple of more moments here with, with Andy, who's been a terrific guest so far, trying to make sense uh, of the, the George Floyd murder. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and, and I'll, I'll call that the, the, the alleged murder, I suppose. Um, so do we need overarching, sweeping change in policing where you you almost have i guess a, a manual or a guideline or, or a blanket policy here for training for these officers or is that overreaching too much and is a one size fits all type of thing whether that's at a federal level or whether that is at a state level uh, is is that a solution or are we just are we just putting a, a further hindrance on, on law enforcement officials uh, you know, I, that's a great question, great point. I, I, I do believe that we focus a lot on our hard skills, meaning uh, target shooting, uh, target, you know, uh, practicing for shooting, uh, driving, and those hard skills and making sure that we're safe, okay? That's very, very important to us. But I do think there needs to be more training on soft skills, communication, um, how to interact with citizens and those things that are important, how, um, you know, how to speak and all those things that, that are really, really important, de-escalation. And we're doing a lot of that already. We really are. Uh, but I think we can do more, and I think we need to do more. And then we need to uh, understand that um, – well, he, he, here's, here's another thing, and I want to make sure, Dan, this is a hard gig, and, and there's nothing easy about going out and dealing with other human beings. And and it's a hard and I'm not. This is certainly not excuse for anything for any any bad behavior. Uh, I just want to provide that perspective. It's a tough gig dealing with people. I mean, dealing with people is not a perfect science. And so we have to understand. We have to use our our mind. We have to use our brain to really really solve problems in a way. Again, right? And I hate to harp on this. Well, I don't hate to harp on this. It's true. Uh, we need to have the mindset of are we adding value to community? And, and, and that's, for me, soft skills is where it's at. Continue our hard skills training, but we need more and more de-escalation. Uh, 
and more of those soft skills that I think will keep everyone safer. Andy Harvey with us, uh, our guest on KDKA Radio. Final thing for you here. If a law enforcement officer is listening to this program right now, your book, Excellence in Policing, or maybe an administrator or a political figure, if they pick up your book and they read it, what are they going to learn? I guess what is the big takeaway that you hope uh, that they will walk away with as you've written this book? Its purpose is to largely reach those people and to do what? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, what the gist of the book is, and the, the meat of it is this. Here's what I found is that people are more concerned or more interested in how they're treated and how officers arrived to the outcome more than the outcome itself. Hmm. And that's a very powerful thing when we understand that. And so when we have a better understanding of that human dynamic that happens in every police citizen encounter, then we can manage those a lot better. Now, you know, it's a hard thing, but I think we can do a heck of a lot better job. And, and when we do that, we're all safer for it. Uh, so, so I think uh, when we treat people with dignity, fairness, and respect, everyone's better for it. And that's really the meat of the book. Excellence in policing, simple way to exceed citizen expectation in every police citizen encounter. The author, a man who has 21 years in law enforcement experience at the command level, Andy Harvey, our expert guest on KDKA Radio. Andy, you were absolutely tremendous. I hope I never have to call you again, and I hope we never speak again. And I mean that with as much respect in my heart uh, as possible. I appreciate that, Dan, but we need this dialogue and continue this dialogue. If we don't do it, we're going to miss out on the message. And so I appreciate it. Anything I can do for you guys, let me know. On that front, uh, I'll actually call you right back because you were absolutely tremendous. That's Andy Harvey. Great stuff here on KDKA Radio.